2: This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Happy Friday to everybody. I am Joe Reed. Kendra Winchester has been with me for the whole week, and we've decided the theme is audiobooks that have flown under the radar, and I think that is a very apt theme. So how are you ending the
1: week, Kendra? Well, we're ending the week with House of Cotton by Monica Brashears, and this is read by Jeanette Illedge. And this is a Afro-Latin, Southern Gothic novel, and it is so delightfully creepy in the best way. So it's a scary book. I would say, I would say not. I get scared easily. I do. Okay. Well, then yes. Then yes. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Definitely dealing with ghosts and some bodily horror stuff. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's set in Appalachia. Yeah, it's set in Knoxville, Tennessee, and in Appalachia. And so the authors are an Appalachian author, so a Black Appalachian author. And I am so excited. I'm so excited for this book. Listen to it. It's also wonderful. And You know, it's about Magnolia Brown, who's 19, her grandmother dies, she doesn't have a job, and she has a very creepy landlord, and so she's trying to find rent money, she has a possible pregnancy situation, and so when a well-to-do man named Cotton offers her a job to perform as a dead person so that, you know, the family hires her to perform as the deceased person to kind of give them closure when they might not be able to have it any other way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back that one up. So do they know that that isn't their loved (laughs) one? Yes. Yes, they do. They're basically hiring an actor to perform the dead loved one over Zoom. Okay. Now that is a very unusual premise. So it's set in the present day. It's over Zoom. It is set in the present day. Yes, It's almost like
2: it's this 19th century conceit, but it's moved up to the 21st century.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. Um, That's interesting. You see why I'm very excited about it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's a play on deceased people appearing. So she's pretending to be a deceased person, but are there actual ghosts appearing to her? What's giving her a closure This is what I'm talking about. You play ghosts often enough, they will come back.
2: And I actually feel if you listen about ghosts often enough, interesting, they will also
1: come. Not really. It's very scary (laughs) to me. Well, I feel like that says a little bit about my love of gothic and scary things. I feel like Mm -hmm. if you like Sixth Sense, like The Village, you'll really like this book. It has similar vibes.
2: I just looked it up and a reviewer called it a lyrical fever
1: dream of a novel, (laughs) which I love. I think an Afro-Latin dialect is really hard to capture, and Illid is such a phenomenal performer for this book because she's able to capture different Southern dialects through the cast of characters, which is so difficult to do. She is so successful, and I just love her. I'm going to go find other things she performs because she does a phenomenal job. Okay, well, why don't we hear a little bit? All right, so this is just like the opening part of the audiobook. We get to know our protagonist a little bit and what's going on in her life. All right, this is House of
2: Cotton by Monica Brashears, read by Jeanette Illich.
0: I ain't ever felt as trapped and choked as I do right now. When I get this way. When I feel like kudzu is wrapped tight around my ribcage, and I'm bleeding a bright heat, I like to slip inside my head. I can forget about this hard-backed pew and all the silk, wide-brimmed hats bobbing to the morning gospel. I ain't here. I ain't in Mountain Bend Baptist. I ain't even in Tennessee. I am a little black bean. I am a little black bean in England, 1734, and a boy is carrying me home. When we get to his cottage, his mama says, Boy, I just know you ain't sell the cow for some beans. Before she whips the white off him with her slipper, she throws me out the window. But I ain't hurt. I am a little black bean landed in soft loam.
2: Her narration is very whispery, almost old fashioned, an old fashioned way of of speaking.
1: Does that make sense? Yes, and I feel like that fits the vibe of the book because, like you said mm-hmm. it it kind of has the spiritualist elements of like the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, but it's set in modern day. And I think she's able to capture that like complexity in the storytelling.
2: That's really interesting. Okay, so you're giving this <laughs> a rave review too, aren't you?
1: I, I do. I I I love it. I think it's so wonderfully creepy. And if you like something like that, this is the perfect book for you.
2: Okay. House of Cotton by Monica Brashears, read by Jeanette Illich. Well, this week went by really fast.
1: It really did. It did. But
2: Great books, and thank you. It's always a pleasure, Kendra.
1: Yes, it's always lovely to chat uh, about audiobooks.
2: Okay. Harlan Coben's heart-pounding new audiobook thriller, I Will Find You, narrated by Stephen Weber, is the sponsor of today's episode of Behind the Mic. It's available now at audible.com. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart, Robin Whitten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Alan Minskoff, and Kendra Winchester are contributors. Jennifer Dell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomad's Four-Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.